Welcome back to Dragon Cast Z, everybody. It's your host, Juanito Papito Sosolito the Third, and today we have a special episode for you. We shall be covering Dragon Ball, The Curse of the Blood Rubies, and moving forward, the podcast shall be a little different, and I'll explain that in a moment as I introduce to you my two co-hosts for today. Today, we will be with my good friend, Nick Del Rosa, and John Lehan. These are two friends of mine that I've uh, spent a lot of time with in the past, both Big, big Dragon Ball fans. You'll definitely be seeing them in future podcasts. Uh, Nick, most likely, you'll be seeing him maybe for other movie podcasts. And definitely a lot more when we get into like Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball Super. Um, but John, moving forward, shall be in every podcast with me. So now you're getting double the dose of Dragon Ball fun over here. So let's just jump right into this. We just crack right into the movie because this is this is a weird one. This is a weird movie, so we just jump right into it. So let's just cut to that. All right, so right. John John watched this movie twice. I watched it and, twice. And I fell asleep kind of while watching this, so I half watched it, but I got the gist. And Nick, you watched it. I watched it what? yesterday. I watched it okay. yesterday for the first time. I watched it, yeah, the one sitting. And yeah, I mean, like you said, I got the gist of it too. I kind of was watching it at work, like it was like on, and I had my like AirPods in, and I'm watching it and like doing work, and then looking down. But I knew like the scene that what was going to happen before the scene even happened. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Especially uh, if you've seen the the um, like regular show, like the Dragon Ball. Yeah, I think if you've seen the first at least thirteen episodes, which is what this is supposed to replace, then you kind of know what's going to happen. Right. Right. Well, I mean, y- you. You, you kind of know what's gonna happen, but you don't because they just they're just changing shit on the fly. <laughs> they're like, "Oh, now Oolong's just some dude wandering around in the woods." <laughs> yeah, yeah, they definitely but, put their twist on it. Yeah, and for, and for anyone who doesn't know, who hasn't seen the first thirteen episodes of Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball starts off with Emperor Peel off Shu and Mai being the main antagonists, and their whole quest to get the Dragon Balls so Emperor Peel off can make the wish and become the ruler of the world but in this one it's uh evil spreading throughout this kingdom and it's a kingdom of king gurume 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 none of us know how to say his name so king we're gonna call Gururuman. him king g or, king or g. king whatever king it works g. i like king g king g's pretty cool and, and apparently this guy's issue is someone found these rubies called blood rubies and for whatever reason, he ate one, and now he is forever starving. Because Wait, he eats one? Apparently so. Yeah. Yeah, Does yeah. that they the mention thing? that? <laughs> like vaguely at the beginning, I just they... remember they the the little girls like, oh, it's they the rubies cause a curse, which they never talk about like the curse. They just mention it that one time, but I didn't yeah. know he ate it. <laughs> I guess the curse is that what if you eat it, if you ingest this ruby, then nothing um, satisfies your appetite, which is why the whole movie he's complaining about being hungry. And he's in the search for the Dragon Balls to stop all of that from happening to him. This is the worst plot. <laughs> <laughs> is that well, the is that it? That's it. That, that's the plot. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, like, wait, did I? Bl- I think I blew past that whole eating the ruby thing too. I'm yeah, kinda, like, I don't remember them saying. I'm trying to fact check this right now. <laughs> why would he eat a fucking rock? <laughs> well, that's that's why they have them all like excavating like the land, and he's ruining I, the land. I, I I I no, I don't think that's why. Because he wanted to eat more rocks. I think it's because they're rubies and they're valuable. And I think when you grab the rubies, it's just a curse. I, I don't remember them saying anything about him eating it. Yeah. Uh, maybe I just put that together because I, I don't know. Oh, oh, oh. No, you're just spitball I'm, here. I, I'm, I think he ate it. I think he ate the rock. I'm pretty sure he ate this thing because it doesn't make sense why they would even want it. The yo, rubies then. It, 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 no, because it, they're, they're, they're like they're really valuable. rare. They're valuable, like a ruby in real life. So what the hell is the point of the rubies, him like not being satisfied eating and no, then okay, here's the what Dragon I'm saying. Balls. Here's what I'm saying. Here's what I'm saying. He dug up these rubies, right? Yeah. Now the rubies have a curse on them. Again, they, they don't really get into enough about this curse, but again, the movie's not even an hour long. But he I'm assuming that the the curse I, I'm gonna okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go much deeper, I think, in my explanation. I think the movie even thought this out. It's like a greed thing. So he was being greedy. So he was cursed with like unending hunger. I don't think he ate a rock. And then okay. so he he wants the Dragon Ball so he can wish for his to not have any more hunger, but he can still take all the rubies. Got it. Okay. Now I, I, I had to dive into this a little bit here and it says the king the king gets transformed into a hideous beast by the blood rubies, and the blood rubies make him hungry for more food. So that was the curse that was put on him by the rubies. Okay, okay. Juan, Juan just making up shit over here. I, I think I think my idea of the show or the movie might have been better than their idea of the movie, though. <laughs> I mean, I think he should have been eating these from the jump. Maybe I I don't know. Me. I, Unless Juan, were you? Did you smoke one of the? <laughs> did you smoke Bro, one of these movies I'm and rocks? You, I was just so tired when I started watching this. No, I, I, yeah, like like you said, I don't know. They just replaced it. I don't know. I knew I, I should have rewatched it because I didn't pay to watch this. So, right. right. <laughs> well, fun fact: um, it sold two point four million tickets. That's and, really good. Yeah, and his box office debut. I don't know how that like. Oh, it it's eight hundred yen. Right, that's that's the why. That's like Japanese, right? Yeah, yeah, yen. Yeah, and five million back in nineteen eighty nine. So I feel like that's good. Five million is a lot. So it did Dude, pretty the, good. I'm I'm seeing here the gross revenue is one point two two billion yen. Yeah, well, I mean, that I sounds can see that like a crazy amount. They they reuse a lot of animation from like that they've already done for the show. Right, right. So it's probably really cheap to make this. Yeah. Plus, it was only 51 minutes long. Yeah, and it was short. Right, right. I'm trying to find some like weird facts I think that people would find interesting on this. Well, me and me and John were talking before you hopped in, and I think John and I both agreed that Bongo and Pasta made better main villains than than the King did. Yeah, that, those are the, those are the two um like the side. Yeah, the yeah, henchmen. Yeah, the henchmen. But yeah, they yeah. were in there way more than King was. Well, I mean, but, like, mm-hmm. Pasta straight, I got to jump ahead in the story, but there's a point where Pasta straight up just shoots Yamcha in the chest a couple times. I thought Yamcha was dead. I was like, <laughs> Oh, that's actually how he breaks his uh, tooth, right? Is that is that? No, it? no, I think he oh. breaks his tooth when he falls off the, the mountain fighting Goku. 
Okay, yeah, so Goku still breaks his tooth. Okay. Yeah. Right. So they kept that from the original. Yeah. But basically, like, they... This whole 50 minutes is just the fastest recap of 13 episodes I've ever seen in my life. Because it just starts off with, like, this girl Pansy running into Goku, asking for help, and they go basically from point to point to point. So she, like, they jump over to Master Roshi's island, they meet Bulma, they do, like, all this crazy stuff back to back. And it definitely feels very rushed for something this short. Can I can I point out like my biggest like flaw and why I like had such a trouble time watching this movie? Why is that? It's simply because I I don't know. I'm looking now at like the different versions. I guess there's a few different versions of the movie, but You're we're watching about the, voice. the voice. Yes, <laughs> so, <laughs> so oh. we're watching the the me and Juan are currently we're like side on side on the same episode on the manga, pretty much, and. I'm so used to Goku's voice. I'm so used to Bulma's voice. Yep. And I'm looking right now. There's one, two, three, four, five, five. five different English um, dub voice actors for this one movie that wasn't yeah. even that good. So they paid people five. They paid five different <laughs> voice actors for this movie. Yikes. But yeah, that was like my main concern. I was like trying to watch the movie. And I was like, I can't get into Goku's voice. I really can't do this. <laughs> I was so, okay. Oh, yeah. I think go Goku's was like that terrible. Because, like, I, I, like, after watching, like, Japanese Z and hearing, like, the old lady do Goku's voice, I think anything is an improvement over that. Oh, yeah. Good point, yeah. But Bulma's voice, I did not like. I was like, what the, what the hell? Like, I did not like that at all. I was like, this ain't right. I was, I was fine with her voice. But I think a lot of people are going to come for your neck saying the, uh, the Japanese lady. Yeah, yeah. Did a bad job. But, right, right. Uh, Yo, but hey, Goku's man, voice. Fuck, fuck Fuck <laughs> Go- Goku's voice in this reminded me of One Piece, Monkey oh, D. God. Luffy, and I hate his voice. Oh, dude. And we were talking about this the other day. Yes, yes. I couldn't stand it. Eventually, like the voice kind of like got tweaked. I don't know if it's just if it's me, but I- and I just got used to it, but I think his voice got tweaked a little bit like halfway through the movie and it got a little bearable he wasn't like so screechy after a while for me right right yeah i i was fine with goku's voice i i honestly i didn't think the voice i i didn't think the voice acting was too terrible i've definitely seen way worse mm-hmm. in newer anime <laughs> so it, to me it wasn't that it was a bad voice acting it's just we were me and wanna watching the original dubbed anime and the voices doesn't add up, and it's just like it's just like a pet peeve. Honestly, it's not like it's I, bad voice acting. Yeah, like yeah, I would say, like I didn't think the English script was the strongest because there's definitely moments where they did not have enough English dialogue to fill the mouth movement. Yeah, it felt awkward at some points. I, because I could there's that. a there's a scene where um oh they're they're like eating dinner in Bulma's little like capsule house and like. And he's like, "What's a gem?" And she's like, "You're stupid. A ge- this is what a gem is." And then he's like, and then he's just his like, it's just Goku just sitting there with his mouth open, and Bulma just goes, "Shut up!" And he goes, "I didn't even say anything." I'm like, I feel like there was more dialogue there. I right. did, I did find that a little funny though. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I thought it was hilarious. I just, I was like, I don't think that's how it was supposed to be. I got, I got a question. So Juan, would you say this is a? Would you recommend someone who's trying to speed watch the whole Dragon Ball series to watch this instead of watching the first 13 episodes? We were, me and John were just talking about this, and I, I could not recommend that. I would Honestly, <laughs> I would probably 
say avoid the movie unless you want to just, you know, say, hey, I've seen every inch of this, like, programming I possibly can see. But, um, yeah, I would probably stay away from this one. Yeah, I, I, I would agree. I mean, like, I... Unless you really, unless you really just you're trying to speed through the anime, and you're like, oh, how can I get a little shortcut? I'd say watch the movie, but the movie's just it, the anime does it. It doesn't do justice for the anime. Well, it's like what John was saying earlier was, um, like you said, it doesn't do justice, and this rushes everything and then skips out on a lot of things. Yeah, yeah it does. it's, oops. it's no, very ahead. incomplete. It's like, like I'll be honest, like when I if, if I after watching. Dragon Ball a few times. If I ever like rewatch it, I'll skip peel off. I can't stand peel off. After I've seen it, I don't need to rewatch it. But this, the, the, like, I don't like. If I were just to watch this, I would not give a shit about anybody on this show. <laughs> right? Like, yeah. Yeah. This didn't build like like you had bonds built in the in like the original thirteen because it, it was dragged out more. I don't want to say dragged out because it's not dragged out at all, but. Like, even in the 13 episodes, everything goes relatively fast, but just how fast-paced they moved in this, they didn't let you, like, bond with any of the, like, side characters, like Yamcha or Poir or Oolong, any of them. Yeah, and they didn't get to bond with each other either. Yeah, you really can't, like, digest each character like you could in the anime. Like, all the whole storyline for Yamcha and, like, what he's trying to do, like, you kind of miss it unless you're paying attention. I, I feel like Sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead. You're good. I feel like this movie was made like this is not made for someone who's not seen the the TV show. Correct. Like because yeah. they like when 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 Poor and Oolong meet each other for the first time, they're like, "Oh, we went to shapeshifter school together." They don't like elaborate on what that is or why the why these things can just shapeshift, which they do in the show. But like, I definitely think this was just like a nice little side thing for people who've already seen and understand what's already going on. Yeah, that or it's for those who haven't seen Dragon Ball and they just want to like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what the yeah. Actually, now that I'm thinking about, it, I don't know what the reason was. Maybe it is what you said, but like, this was just an odd movie to me. Well, that's the thing is like I saw online everywhere before watching this because I was pretty sure I didn't watch this, and now that I'm sitting here talking about it, I'm pretty sure I did watch this and I completely forgot about it. But everybody online states that this is supposed to be a recap of episode 1 to 13 and all they do is change the villains and maybe 5% of this is that but i would just say this is a, a spin off like that has nothing to do with the show this is like dragon ball fan fiction the movie <laughs> this is, it's like this is... somebody was like oh well my this is my original character pasta and she's a <laughs> badass and <laughs> Like, that's what it feels like. <laughs> I'm going to say this is Dragon Ball's... <laughs> this is probably too mean, but I'm going to say this is Dragon Ball's version of Dragon Ball Evolution. I said it. Oh, <laughs> I said it. I would not go that far. Time out, time out, time out. I was thinking that. I literally was thinking... I just didn't <laughs> want to bring it up, but I was like, yeah, I, they're on the same level. I would rate them the same, honestly. No, I, I wouldn't go that harsh on this. There were some parts of this movie I did genuinely... Like, that was neat. Like, I think... Pasta and Bongo are more interesting than Pilaf and his whole crew. Yeah, I'll give you that. I I definitely thoroughly enjoyed those two as villains, and he, like the fact that Bongo was just so brutal right off the jump. I yeah, like, like that. And like there, and there was like there were some cool scenes, like when Master Roshi does the Kamehameha in this one. 
That was sweet. Like when he shoots the submarine. Yeah, yeah. The, that the was like, and destroys I all thought, the missiles coming. Yeah, in. I thought that was because like the first time he uses it is when he shoots it at like Fire Mountain, right? Yeah, yeah. It destroys yeah. the whole mountain. I think this was way more impressive looking than the Fire Mountain one. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, it's kind of like a sun. I don't, I don't know if it was a sunset, but it's just still you're on the beach, a bunch of missiles, you're about to die. This old man just takes off his shirt and does a commandment wave. Like, come on, that's and like, what was dope is like I didn't realize like. You see in, like, the new Dragon Ball Super movies and everything, like, Master Roshi, like, transforms into this big muscular dude. And they got it from this, obviously. Like, this is where they first did it. And I was like, oh, that is dope. I didn't know that this is where it started. I thought that was just something, like, from, like, Super Z that I just didn't remember. Yeah, so there was that. I mean, okay, now, I don't remember. No, I remember when he fights Yamcha, Yamcha has, like, his sword. Right, which he has in the show, but there's another scene later on where Yamcha's fighting at the the king's like castle, and he has like those like triple nunchuck weapons. Is that a thing he had in the in the TV show? Um, so far, no. As far because as because that was making it. me think, I kind of wish that Yamcha <laughs> never went and trained with Master Roshi, and they would have kept him like this weapon guy, and I feel like that would have made him way more interesting. Oh, than for sure. Him. Just being like B rate Krillin, he could have been the better uh, Trunks with the sword. Uh, yeah, like he could use a bunch know? of different <sighs> weapons and shit. Just because I saw him use a couple different things in this, and I was like, "Oh, that should have been his thing." <laughs> because I was just like, I was like, "Oh, Yamcha was so much better." And I haven't watched like Dragon Ball proper in like a a bit, but I was like, "Oh, yeah, he used to be so much better." But then I'm like, after watching this movie, I'm like, "No, he's always sucked." <laughs> yeah, Yamcha forever would have been better off if he never became friends with Goku. Yeah, he. <laughs> yeah, I, I was just like, he's always been fucking terrible. Yeah, he was just like, I don't know, because he, this movie he doesn't get that. Because I right in the show he like he kind of beats up on Goku the first time they meet in the show, right? Yeah, yeah, he doesn't get that in this. It's just immediately Goku whoops his ass. <laughs> if I remember correctly, I think Yamcha wins twice. Goku wins once. Yeah, because he, like he hits Goku with the Wolf Fang Fist, and Goku just hops right back. He no-sells that shit. He just hops back up. <laughs> yeah, then he gets but, hungry, right? Yeah, he's like, yeah, oh, I guess I'll have to beat your ass before I can go eat some food. <laughs> but the the way this one, remember how this one started? Um, it was like Bongo talking to the one guy from the village. And I thought that was pretty, like, badass evil, how, like, Bongo, like, like the old guy, like, confronts Bongo, and then Oh, what did he do? He like he oh, Bongo he, like, like put his hand out. No, he's like you deserve a reward, and he throws. Oh a yeah, ruby, yeah, And then the ruby's like at the guy's face level, and then Bongo reaches out, catches it, just keeps going, and punches him in the face. Oh my god, yes, that I was like, oh, this is gonna be awesome. And then it uh, just, reminded me of you ever play a like, dodgeball yeah. and you like throw the one ball up in the air, and you're like, oh, go catch it, and the, and the guy looks up, and then you just get. Yeah, that's what I got out of it. Oh my god, it it was so rushed though. Like he didn't really have time to like process. Because like I couldn't believe how quickly we jumped from meeting Oolong right to meeting Yamcha. It might happen in the same scene. Like that's what it feels like. Yeah, it all happened so fast. And uh, one thing I do like this movie did have its moments, like some some pretty good scenes here and there. Like one thing I did like is how much Goku like. Really used the power pole in this. Like, he had some pretty cool moments. Yeah, yeah. Around. Yeah, the power pole was cool. I just love how he was like, there's this one scene 
where I, I forget who. Oh, he's talking the first time they meet Oolong, and he's like, I'm, I'll fight you. My grandpa taught me karate. I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, that literally sounds like something like a fourth grader would say to you. <laughs> like, if they were going to fight, my dad taught me karate. I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> yeah, but they did take some, like, exact word for word. Um, what's it called? Like, quotes from the actual anime. Like, when he says, oh, you're not as strong as I, I, you look. Like, that's directly from the anime. Yeah. So, like, once he said that, I was like, oh, that's that's who that is. You know what I mean? So, I thought that was cool. I guess they they did pay some homage back to the anime. Yeah, like, yeah, I just, I feel like if they really, this either need to not have been made or have just been longer. I yeah, think- I'm, okay with, I'm okay with this just getting, like, deleted from my mind and from anime. Just, yeah, they don't because they don't like they just don't explain enough. Like, just things are happening. You're like, what? What is this? What's going on? Yeah, I, I think this definitely should have been longer. Because I remember I, when I was watching this, I would just like hit pause real quick to see how much time was left, and I'm like, dude, ten minutes? How much? Yeah, and I'm like, <laughs> with, with like ten minutes left, how are you gonna wrap this up? Yeah, they just they just met Yamcha with ten minutes left, and I'm at work. Like, all right, at least it's ten minutes left. Like, no, yeah, I checked all. Like, e- yeah, everything literally wraps up within the last ten minutes of the movie. It's like time to well, time to go. Yeah, and at the very end is like all of a sudden it's when like the king comes out, he transforms to this bigger monster, and like basically starts like rampaging. And then who who I don't even remember who it was now, but they chuck the Dragon Ball into. His mouth on, and they make Bulma, him. Yeah, Bulma yeah. throws it at him. Yeah, let's talk about the let's talk about the final fight because like usually that's like the climax of the every, every movie. It's like the last fight, like either Goku goes Super Saiyan God or something, and it's like the best scene. <laughs> this one was just kind of like, okay, Goku's gonna. I don't know. I, I like knew Goku was gonna win, and it was just like mediocre to me. I'm oh. sorry, I'm like a hater, but uh. no, it was bullshit because like you, I knew <laughs> I knew when he did the Kamehameha, I'm like, oh, that's that's gonna be how this wraps up. He's gonna Kamehameha this motherfucker, and it's gonna be done. Right, right. He hits him with it, and it does nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it did nothing. I'm like, what is going on? But it was, I don't know, it was just so weird, because they, they literally just end it by throwing a dragon ball down this guy's throat, summoning the dragon, which I thought would kill the king. Like, No, that would have been an ending. If they summoned Shenron, and Shenron ripped him apart because the dragon balls were inside. And yeah. Then- that would have been sweet. And then it does like a cutscene to like when like Cell does like the like you know Gohan does the Kamehameha and like Cell like explodes. But yeah. same thing for this king. I think that would have been sick. Like it goes the white screen goes white and the monsters just explode and that would have been sick. That's where like my mind was kind of going with this and I was like, damn, they're really ending this on some gruesome stuff right here. Yeah, I was like, that's two hundred IQ. Like they're gonna throw <laughs> they're gonna throw the ball and then the dragon's gonna have to <laughs> wait. Gonna, so, what... so he was eating the dragon balls then. Yeah, yeah, to like okay. keep them safe or something, I guess. But, all right, so all right, so that's what he was eating, Juan. So I guess you were you weren't far like too far. He, but off. he didn't start eating rocks until after the curse. <laughs> True. <laughs> yes, yes. And it, it was, you know, what I found weird is like, all right, so in the end of like the normal Pilaf saga, like Oolong makes the wish for like the world's most like comfortable pair of underwear, and that's that's how the saga ends. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, like the whole time, Bulma wanted to wish for a boyfriend. Yamcha wanted to wish to not be awkward around girls. And then in this one, but they, like they couldn't do that because they were trapped in the castle. But and then in this movie, they don't both those fuckers try 
yeah. to make their wishes. They just while, look like, like pieces of shit. <laughs> yes. While everything's being destroyed by this king and and his goons, these bastards try to make their wish. And then it's up to the little girl that we met at the very beginning of the movie to make her wish. Luckily, she was able to spit it out. <laughs> no, there definitely should have been a moment where just before this happened, they all should have been like, they should have been like, oh, no, we're better. We're better people than that now. We need to help this little girl out. That's what they all should have had a moment. But no, they were going to be shitheads. And yes. Them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. That was funny. I was going to say that, too. I was like, you think they would be like, hey, we're about to die. Uh, maybe we should just wish for, uh, you know, peace. <laughs> so I, I got to like th- this, the whole in the world building for this one's not good either, because like. I, first of all, I don't get how Dragon Ball politics works because this guy is a king, and they got your your dog president later on in the actual series. But there's like, it's like this guy, like he's like, oh, this is the king of this land, and then Bulma, like Bulma has like a big thing when they're like, oh, she's like, oh, those were the kings guys, like she knows who this this fool is. This isn't like some little thing. I feel like this guy's a big deal. Um, I feel like Dragon Ball is notorious for doing that. Yeah, no, like yeah, even even in Super, like when they had um, on who's the universe? The guy who rules the whole universe? Oh, the Omni King, Zeno. Yeah, yeah, Zeno and his brother or whatever is Zeno twin. and Zeno. Yeah, Zeno and Zeno. They're Zeno. like a little like squish, like squishmallow, like one of those like little like uh, stuffed animal things. Like you just want to like pick them up. But they're, they're like literally... a, a skinnier yeah. version of the Fall Guys guy. They yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They look like a generic Dragon Quest bad guy. <laughs> yeah, they look like honestly, they look like kind of cute, like a little thing. Like you don't think they're the strongest things in the world. Even no, nah, Beerus is kind of evil looking. Beerus is definitely evil looking. I feel like they're notorious for just putting like super like unpredictable strong guys in the role of like yeah. a leader or king. What I found like odd was like how plain but weird the king looked when he transformed back to normal. He looked like a toad guy. I was like, yeah, yeah, it was it was just odd. <laughs> I'm like, all right, you were purple before. Now you're like, I don't know, pale skin color kind of. And then there's like that whole thing with the apple. And he's like, what is this? He's like, it's an apple. Yeah. <laughs> the they're fuck like, you know what an apple is? They're like, this is what your gluttony almost destroyed. <laughs> oh, my God. This was the real treasure all along. Yes. Apples. <laughs> big red New York apple. Oh, uh, yeah, I... Yeah, I love the scene. I love the scene where Pasta just blasts Yamcha a couple times. I'm like, holy shit! Yeah, yeah, that was gangster. That was yeah, like, <laughs> like I was like, and then but then it was like, oh, it's the rubies in his chest, which like I was like, oh, that's kind of a cop out. <laughs> Yamcha would have just gotten done in right there. Oh yeah, I forgot Yamcha was a scumbag and decided to steal Mad Rubies. Oh yeah, and there, yeah, Yamcha doesn't have like any redeeming like part in this movie. He was a scumbag all the way through. Yeah, I like when the bullets are getting he's getting shot with the bullets and the rubies are coming out. It's kind of like a bulletproof ruby vest. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, it was definitely neat, but yeah, I was like there's no point where Yamcha's like, "Oh, you know, I'm going to like start acting like a better person now." It's just like I'm going to be an asshole all the way through. Yeah, and somehow gets the girls. Yeah. I guess I guess it's like a <laughs> A metaphor for life, right? Yeah, no, right. <laughs> not not a great girl though, but I mean Yeah, I guess money wise, so. yeah, you'd be good, but <laughs> actually speaking of Balma <laughs> Speaking of Balma. So like in the show, they start with Bulma shooting Goku in the face. 
Yeah. Um, so how does this ball? Did they ever touch on the in the show how Bulma gets that first Dragon Ball? Not that I recall, because she already had yeah the Dragon you Radar. Think, you, think, you think she held somebody up? Because she's already she was willing to shoot this kid in the head. You think she was like going around like give me the Dragon Ball or else? Yeah, she might have. That's possible. Yeah, Bulma was trying to shoot them out of the sky. She's ruthless. <laughs> I mean, Bulma, she'd kill her. Bulma yeah, kill her. and she she would do whatever to persuade people to give her Dragon Balls. She like offered Goku like, "Oh, let you see my underwear." Like, what the this kid? I mean, I think Goku's supposed to be what four years younger than her or something. She, isn't she like fourteen in this? I think Goku's a Goku's eleven or twelve. And she, she, I don't know her age, but I know Krillin is like twelve, and Goku's like eleven, or one of them is older. I'm gonna look this up right now. How are they giving me the wrong age already? Wow, that's crazy. What are they saying? Uh, he's supposed to be thirty-seven right now. Goku? Yeah, Goku's not thirty-seven. Not, <laughs> not, not in the the not in the fucking beginning of Dragon Ball. He's not. No, no, no. I know. Yeah. He's living like a uh, like early like teen. Not he's not even a teenager. I'm pretty sure he's literally like twelve or like eleven. Cue the um, Jeopardy music. Yeah, please. <laughs> da, 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 da. And we're back. So Goku's. <laughs> oh my god! How did I f- I found this for like one of the first podcast episodes? <laughs> I'm just gonna say I'm looking at the next three movies that Dragon Ball did. Okay. They, they, they. Just a little synopsis sounds like they're much more entertaining movies than I've seen a few of the DBZ watch. movies, and I know those are actually pretty decent. Yeah, they're they're hit and miss though. Like you got like yeah. the first Broly, and then you have like Bio Broly. So it's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, yeah, like this next the next movie, it's like you get a better look at Goku and Krillin training under Master Roshi, which is nice. All right, so Bulma starts off as. 16 and Goku, 12. 12, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, there's like that weird scene where like they fall into, like after their plane gets shot down and they fall into the river and Goku's like, oh, Bulma, you're wet. I'm like, did he just do a joke about like a teenage mm. girl pissing her pants? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Was, uh, I kind of thought that was funny. Because he throws a power pole. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I was like, part of me was like, I, I laughed at it at first, but I'm like, Man, Kira Toriyama was a fucking horny bastard because that's like Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Chalked it up to just her peeing. Like yeah, I peeing. didn't want to take it that. Yeah. yeah. No longer age, I didn't want to take it there. But <laughs> like every anime has that one like like perv character. In every in, anime. In this anime, the perv character is a, a Kira Toriyama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Like even I was like, my master Roshi. <laughs> yeah, I always circle back to Juan. Who's the guy from My Hero? The little guy with the like balls on his head. Oh, I know what you're talking about. The little oh. like green guy with throws out the sticky. Yeah, he's like so funny to me. So I'm like, I think every uh, anime. Yeah. Has- yeah, no, I think every every anime definitely does have one. You get you get two in Dragon Ball. Though. You get Roshi and Ulan. <laughs> Ulan, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're creeps. It's uh, they're funny. It's funny I, though. Oh, Ulan makes me fucking laugh though. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Ulan's funny. Like, I that's part of what I miss most. Like, going on later into Z, because even in this movie, you get more. Like, everyone just seemed to have more personality, even in this movie, comparatively to some of the characters later on in like Z and stuff. Oh, uh-huh. like I just feel like they're like there's more to them than just I'm a I'm a badass. <laughs> like that's what I feel like it gets to later on, but it might just be me. 
Like, so I mean, I think we summed up this whole movie. Well, I don't think there's much to go in. There's like, not a lot to talk. Yeah, there's not. A lot I wish there was more content and like more like storyline and more like little things we could touch on. But I feel like we touched touched on it. Especially if you've been following Juan's first few podcast episodes, you should be probably in the same boat as Pretty us. Pretty well versed. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I agree. Juan, do we want to do a rating? Do we want to? Want to uh, go yeah. All right, yeah, we'll, we'll so right. we're going to go around the table, and we're going to sit. We're not even at the table. What am I talking about? All right, we're going to go around <laughs> the virtual table and give a rating, 1 through 10. We'll start with John on how do you think this movie was overall? Oh, I'll give it – God, I'll give it I'll give it a 4. Okay. It, super rushed, but it, it had some cool visual moments, and it did make me laugh. Like, well, I said this to Juan before. There is this one joke where the, the king is like – you call this food, and the robot's just like, that's what everybody calls it. I'm <laughs> just like, that was good. Literally just looking at a picture of that robot right now. <laughs> yeah, like, that was that was funny. So, yeah, I'll give it a four. It, four? it could be worse. I've seen worse. I've seen worse anime movies. Alright, Juan, where are you at? Alright, I, I thought I was gonna... I didn't think I was gonna be the lowest, but I thought maybe we'd, we'd all be around the same thing, which it looks like we are. Um, I was gonna give it a five, just because, like, aesthetically um the movie was good especially like certain scenes like i said like i liked when goku was doing like work with the power pole it came out pretty cool like that scene where he throws a power pole and catches bulma like you don't see him do stuff like that in the regular show so i appreciated things like that and i appreciated you know the two henchmen like i thought they were really good for what they were but then like everything else kind of slacked for me with the character building. I understand it's 50 minutes, but they, they could have stretched it out. I mean, I don't think there was a reason for them to, to have to cut the movie that short. Right. Okay. So I'm going to give it a 3.5 and my logic here is, I oh. think it's a, I think it's a four. If you like, it's a four cause it's Dragon Ball Z or Dragon Ball. It's part of the anime. You can't really, it's still a great anime. But I give it a three. If you've seen the first few episodes of Dragon Ball, you're like not gonna want to watch this. Like it's, I'm just avoid it. Like you already seen it. And the, my, like I said, that's my reasoning. Um, but it did have some cool like parts. Like I said, I like honestly the the, the reason I gave it a four. I and I, I'm gonna get, I'm gonna go into half of three and four, so three point five is because I like how it gives you like another story on some of the characters and like I don't know, like I it's not exactly one on one like. For example, the oolong when he's in the woods instead of being in the town, it's like a, you know just a different like play on like the character. So I thought that's I always like different like ideas and you know stuff like that. So I give it that, and then I'm gonna give us the total rating of what we rated it out of ten. Give me one second. Okay. Do some math. Okay, so I got a four point. All right, I'm gonna say four point two out of 4. ten. Okay. That's average rating. And I I think the average rating for this movie itself was let me look at it. I think it was like a four or five. Out of ten? Out of ten, yeah. Okay. It is a oh no no, sorry, out of five. Out of five stars? Wait, whoa, this got a three huh? and a half. Three and a half out of five stars? Well three yeah, I think it's three and a half is close to a it's close to no, it's not really half, but it's a little above no, half. This this would have I to think... be like a two. At the time, if, if if a lot of these are from when it first came out, this is the first Dragon Ball movie. I feel like when this came out, it was definitely better received than it would be after three more movies have come out. Yeah, time out. Yeah, we can, Yeah, that's true. We're review, we're reviewing this in 2021. This came out in 89. Like, 
movies have changed dramatically. I, yeah, that's true. Maybe I give it. Yeah. Maybe I give it like a five or six now, just because like at the time, I guess it was okay. Yeah, back especially in like, I don't, in, if if you got this in the U.S. back like around that time, it was like a big deal, regardless if it was bad or not, because you ain't get no anime. True. Back in like eight, it's hard. It was it, it was hard to find anime until a couple of years ago. So. <laughs> True, true, yeah. I guess given that different perspective on the time, I, I guess I do bump it up to like a five or six. But in today's time, it's a four. It's like mm. it's, you could you could go without it. You're not you're not missing much. Yeah. Now, Juan, well, I have to ask you though. Yeah. In regards, the last anime movie we we watched and spoke about, we saw Shar's counterattack, which was kind of ridiculous. Okay. Would you say this is better or worse than that? Oh. And I feel like my opinion. I I think I I honestly I like this a little better than Charles Counterattack. You know what's funny is I pulled up Gundam Wing Endless Waltz because I know these came out around the same time as each other to kind of gauge it. And it's funny you mentioned that movie, but um, ooh, oh, that's a tough one, dude. They're kind of <laughs> like. Movie- because Char's counterattack was like that was like an hour. Like what was that? Was that like two hours? <laughs> Might have been. That was like two hours of a lot of not nothing fucking happening, <laughs> and then there was one robot fight, and then I was like, oh, I'm out. <laughs> I'll say out of my bias that this was better, that Dragon Ball was better th- this movie, but you know, IMDb says. Uh, Char's counterattack got a seven point four out of ten. Char's counterattack wasn't that good. <laughs> and this Dragon Ball movie got a six point nine out of ten. Hmm. Yeah, I just wanted the context. That's that's the last time me and you like saw a, a, an anime style movie together, and I was like, I wonder what he thinks. <laughs> and uh, that Gundam movie was two hours long. Oh yeah. my god, yeah. that took two hours of my life. And then we stayed for that for the creator to talk for another forty five minutes. <laughs> That was probably the best part of the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, it was, but oh, comparatively, yeah, I, I actually had more fun watching this than that. <laughs> and uh, Dragon Ball came out two years before uh, that Gundam movie did. Yeah, about yeah, yeah, two years before. Yep. Yeah, I just want to say a disclaimer. Now that I'm thinking more and more about it, Dragon Ball Z is like a pioneer for so much anime. So, like, this is like a first of its kind. So, I know we're probably gonna get a lot of hate criticizing it. But I, like I said, going back to for what it was when it came out, it was probably really good, honestly. Well, this this whole like the whole Dragon Ball is like a Kira Toriyama like getting his like legs under him and figuring everything out, it, like his art style and everything changes once like we get into Z and stuff like that. So, I mean, he definitely progressively makes the whole series better. Well, you can you could see like he he's doing Dragon Ball, and I at least I, I could be wrong when I say this, but his his Dragon Ball Z characters start to look exactly like his Dragon Quest characters. If you play <laughs> Dragon Quest, like it it takes a hard turn to now now they all look exactly the same. Yes, and I think I believe he wanted Dragon Quest to do better than Dragon Ball Z and everything, like Dragon Ball itself. I mean, yeah, no, I don't think that definitely didn't happen because Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. (laughs) Like, Dragon Quest is huge in Japan. Outside of Japan, outside of Japan, it's not very, but Dragon Ball Z is big everywhere. (laughs) 
it's funny. I I haven't played Dragon Quest, but I know what it is. Obviously, it's funny. When I was like maybe nine or ten, my cousin got me the Dragon Quest game for Game Boy Color, and it was the most hardest game I ever played as like a oh, nine year old. Those first couple are brutal. <laughs> they're kind of hard if you're not like it's like playing a Zelda game when you're like an eight year old. Unless you have a manual, like those games are kind of hard. Like and, and the internet wasn't readily available. Actually, no, the internet was probably available. I just wasn't allowed to use it. But <laughs> yeah, like no, those game, those first couple of Dragon Quest games are not are not the easiest. <laughs> Yeah. Shout out Kenny for that. Thank you for the game. I wish I had it. It's probably worth some money now. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure I chucked it because I was like, I don't know how to play this thing. It was like something that Akira Toriyama did that he really wanted to be better, but there's this he has it. this other manga and I I could see from the cover of the third Dragon Ball movie, Mystical Adventure. The one character, it's like this little girl. She's like a character in this movie, but it was a different manga he wrote. This little girl, like, supposedly in the Toriyama verse, is stronger than Goku. Yes, uh, I'm looking at it now. Dr. Slump, that's what he yes. wanted. Yeah, that's, that's what, what he wanted one, to do better man. than Dragon Ball. Uh, bro, I have her. Her name's Ariel. I have a little, like, cable protector. Of yeah, her. she was, like, back like back when Goku was in Dragon Ball, Ariel was, like, cracking planets with a punch. So... Oh, that's who that is on? That little dragon? Okay, okay. And and she's, like, supposed to be, like, a cyborg or something like that? Something like that. Yeah, like, I I think it was, like, kind of, like, it it looks like he was really inspired by, like, Astro Boy with her. Possibly, yeah. But all I know is I'm looking at this movie, Mystical Adventure, that she's in, and uh, Tao Pai Pai is the villain, so that one should be just better, because it's got a better villain. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, Tao Pai Pai is good. And my boy Tien is in it. <laughs> yes, sir. Try beam cannon over here. Back back when he had a bunch of cool moves and not just two, and then got jobbed out. All right, uh, we'll wrap it up there. Nick, are you doing anything? Like, you want to plug social medias? I like. What do you What do you have going on now? Me? Uh, yeah. Nothing. Just working. I don't really have any social medias to plug, but maybe you'll see me on Juan's podcast. In the future episode or something, I don't know. I've been watching. I've been watching Dragon Ball, so I bother Juan sometimes. Well, you you do stuff with your brother for Magic the Gathering, Uh, still though, right? Yeah, yeah. You guys can. Yeah, he's. Yeah, yeah. We actually make TikToks. We make a few TikToks. So that's at Mana underscore Sultan on TikTok. M A N A underscore S U L T A N. Yeah, we make cool dumb videos, and sometimes we plan to actually do more videos. But he lives in the city, so it's kind of far for me. But when we do link, we always try to make at least one video. Not bad. You got anything to add there, or? Oh me? No, I don't do. I don't do any social <laughs> Are you kidding me? I don't want to talk to these. I don't want to talk to these people. <laughs> All right, so that's John's way of saying, uh, "Don't forget to follow the podcast, Dragon oh, yeah, Cast." Yeah, that. <laughs> direct, direct all questions to, to Juan. Yes, sir. Don't forget to join our Discord group so you guys could uh, catch the memes and discussions, things like that. And watch us record. You can probably listen in and get the raw footage of us, you know? A raw, unfiltered. Yes, yeah, sir. Thank you for everyone who stuck around to the end. Once again, the link is down in the description below where you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and join our Discord to stay up to date on everything regarding the podcast. Thank you so much. Very much appreciated. Please don't forget to drop us a review on whatever platform you're listening on, a star or written review, anything is appreciated. But until next time, peace out, take care.